the road to recovery. You might be cruising down it. A friend or family member lost on it. Or the road is, well, still under construction. Relevant Recovery Radio is about getting to that destination of normal health, mind, or strength. Now, Relevant Recovery Radio, here to give you the keys, Heather and Donnie Mosier. Hello. Howdy. Welcome to this week's episode of Relevant Recovery Radio. We're glad you're listening. Glad you're with us this week. This show is sponsored by the Matthews Hope Foundation. The Matthews Hope Foundation has a two-week detox with a two-year aftercare and recovery coach program. We're located inside St. Joseph's Hospital downtown. If you or a loved one would like any information about our detox and recovery program, please give us a call at 844-263-4673 or visit our website. Don't do it today. Don't do www.mhdrp.org. You can't help yourself. You can't. <laughs> And as usual, you're listening to us on Sundays, 1 p.m. Central on KPRC 950 in Houston or Or. the iHeartRadio app. KPRC 950 has a channel. You can listen to us live on Sundays at 1 o'clock or they upload all of our episodes to the Relevant Recovery Radio podcast. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, no jokes today. (laughs) Shut up. Uh, also, you can find us on Facebook or Instagram. Just search at Relevant Recovery Radio. We're on there, too. Did you ever get any messages? We asked people to message you last week. No. Listen, I'm having a lot of trouble because I keep trying to post our podcast and to the Business Relevant Recovery page, and it keeps like rejecting my ad, saying I'm violating their discriminatory practices, and so I don't understand. Do you think it's because they know you're one of those right-wing I'm, nut jobs? I'm just like stuck in some sort of Facebook algorithm, and I don't know what's happening, so I'm not getting any messages. Can somebody please message her so that we know, is it her or the app? <laughs> I'm going to ask one of millions of people out there. Anyways, we're super excited that you're listening today because we have two very special guests in studio with us today. We have Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Josh and Haley, welcome to the show. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. We're so excited because here's the deal. There are good friends that came in from Mississippi to stay with us yeah. this week, and it's really cool for lots of reasons, but number one, Haley, you have one year sober today. I do. So I do. that yeah. is awesome, and Thank we're so you. excited to have been celebrating this with you, but we want to kind of back up about how we met, because I actually met your husband, Josh, first, mm-hmm. and I believe it was somewhere around April of 2020. Yeah. The world had ended. Doing all <laughs> of our 12-step fellowship meetings online. When when the COVID scandemic hit, and we had you to can't go. call it scandemic on the radio. I just did. You can call it a plandemic. Okay, so whenever this all happened, what had happened was the whole 12-step world couldn't meet in person. Yeah. And so that forced us to quickly um, get online. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I met Josh. I met you that way. Right. Uh, how did we meet? How did our paths end up crossing virtually? So I'm just going to say God. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So what, like two years ago, April 2020, um, I'm trying to get a meeting started for our home group um, in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. 
and I get in touch with a guy named Ross, mm-hmm. and he put he gives me just a plethora of numbers, just, just tons of numbers, and I make some phone calls and get some guys' names and get some females' names, and we get in touch with you, and then mm-hmm. the rest is history. It's yeah. pretty cool because I met Ross uh, not too long before you, and he's out in California, mm-hmm. and he runs a cool website for 12-step speakers. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's called Mad Dog Speakers. Is it com or org? Org. Org. He'll Mad, love that, by the way. Maddogspeakers.org. Yeah. You should check it out. Yeah. I may or may not be on there. <laughs> <laughs> she are. is. She definitely is. And yeah. it's awesome. You should listen yeah, to it. Yeah, you're on there. I'm not, so that's why I see you. Hey, you were on there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I am? You were, yeah. You so were on there. <laughs> yeah. Unless I can verify it, I'm hating on it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too good for it unless I'm on it. So Ross is kind of like a, a pillar of knowing people in the 12-step right. world, and he's mm-hmm. really great at connecting people that are like-minded, and that's how you got my phone number. Right. And so we started doing some meetings online, got to know each other. You met Donnie, and we spoke at your home group and different cool stuff like that. But then something happened a year ago. Yes, something <laughs> did happen. So it started before a year ago. So I was in full relapse mode for, for a while, um, still... I was, this is, this is the disease. Okay. Like I'm, I'm actively not sober and I'm still participating in service commitments in groups. (laughs) I am still trying to sponsor people. I am sharing, like I am doing the deal and like, I know what's going on, but this whole time I'm just in full fledged relapse mode. And, you know, my poor husband over here has, has no idea. Um, and so I'm, you know, I'm constantly complaining, you know, it's not me, it's, it's, it's this person or that person, or it's the way this group is run, it's the way this meeting is going. And <laughs> that's why I'm, I'm restless, irritable and discontent. Right. And so he's telling me like, Hey, you should call, um, you know, Heather, you should call, you should get connected to these people out in Houston. Cause they, they are, they're really solid. They got a lot, a lot of good things to say. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Maybe. And then I don't know, like he said, it was just a God thing. Like he just woke up one morning and he was like, look, just tell me what's going on. So you confronted her about her relapse finally? Yeah. Tell us how you saved her life. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, she did exactly what I told her to do. When I would bring up those people, she would say, yeah, that's a great idea. So wives do listen well. Yes. Yes. So I don't know. It's one of those things where you have an intrusive thought in your head and you can't ignore it. I've been trying to learn how to listen to that over the last few years. And I I heard a a voice just say, just ask her. Just ask her. Yeah. Because you noticed something was up. Right. Mm -hmm. Because you have nine years sober now. So you had eight years sober then. Mm -hmm. And how long sober were you supposed to have, Haley? Over two years. I picked up a dirty chip and all the good stuff. Sponsored some people while she was, yeah. Not sober. What's a a dirty chip? Explain to our listeners what that is. So in our fellowship, we offer chips um, for periods of sobriety. And so in my home group, I had picked up a um, a two-year chip. Um, and, and so everybody was under the guise that, oh, Haley's doing really well. You know, she's got she's got two years. And so I picked up a chip. I ended up having to make an amends to our group conscience about yeah. that. Because so. you didn't actually, you weren't actually I did not actually have time. two years. No. I did the same thing, uh, picking up a three-month dirty chip. Um, and a, si- a six-year. No. But what I want to talk for a minute about that because- you think you're getting away with it at the time. Yes, absolutely. And there is like a weird level of like shame or guilt or bruise to your pride and ego that there's a whole bunch of darkness that goes on inside when you're trying to tirelessly keep up that charade that I'm still sober mm-hmm. and convince other people that you're still sober. So, so what was what, that? Well, we're going to have to hold that. Oh, well, yeah, fine. We're going to have to do a quick commercial break. Where they'll probably do some ads about drinking or CBD, <laughs> Kratom. So don't, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. <laughs>
Welcome back. You're listening. That always makes you nervous. No, you I said- was going to bring us in, but I just really like that song. <laughs> Welcome back to Relevant Recovery Radio with your hosts, Heather and Donnie wow. Mosier. And we're talking to our friends, Josh and Haley, today. Yeah. So when we went to break, you guys were talking about picking up a dirty chip. Yeah, which I did. And I wanted to get Haley's take on what that was like internally when you're trying to keep that uh, that facade and picking up the chip and you think you're holding on to it. Like, what was that like for that chunk of time? Oh, man, I was just, I mean, I was spiritually dead. Like, I think that you had mentioned this in one of your prior episodes. Like, when you've got active delusion going on in your life, like, or active dishonesty, when you're actively being dishonest with other people about about your sobriety or about anything, anything at all, um, you really can't connect to God, right. which is the whole foundation of our program right and so um yeah i'm like living this double life and it's very conflicting and i know that i'm wrong but i still like i still am under the the delusion that you know this is just a i can quit and i'm gonna quit and it's not gonna be like this forever and i'm gonna get away with this still and he's not gonna catch me he hasn't caught me this far and so it's just but it's but it is so i don't know it's just like it's like I'm two different people. Jekyll and Hyde. And right, it gets, exactly. It's tiring. You get tired. Oh, it's exhausting. It's, yeah. yeah, it's exhausting. And so both of y'all are drug addicts and alcoholics. Yes. Right. Yeah. And so that's what I was curious about. So you had some time, but you went back out mm-hmm. and you pick up the two-month dirty chip. What sort of sub... Because I could say, why did you relapse? But I know the answer is you got right. disconnected from God. Yes, absolutely. Why did you get disconnected from God? Um, because I wasn't doing an active um, 10, 11, and 12. I wasn't, I wasn't working the last three steps. I mean, I was um, I was not taking regular inventory of myself. I was not making amends right when I needed to make amends. I was, um, you know, I was making everything and everybody else my problem. I wasn't um, staying in active contact with my sponsor. Like mm-hmm. I wasn't calling her when I was having these kinds of issues. I didn't utilize her. I guess I thought I got well. Yeah. You know, I thought that yeah. I just. You're cured. Right. I'm cured. When um, you get back into self, you stop. Yeah. I stopped looking for that connection because I get to get back into self-reliance again. Exactly. That's exactly what it was. And so it was just very easy for me to just be like, oh, justify. One of my, one of my favorite things to do is Kratom because it's, it's a quote unquote, like easy for me to hide. Right. <laughs> um, and so that's what I went back out on. And then it, it progress from there. I laugh about that, but it's like so common right now of people Mm -hmm. that we know with a lot of time coming back in, having to reset their dates that the relapse, the substance of the, you know, was Kratom. Yeah. It was this idea that that would be fine somehow. And I think what it is, you're paying an elevated price for it, but it's a lot easier than getting pills illegally or going to a doctor or whatever. Right. Right. I mean, I was, I was doing, I was, I was doing some other stuff too, but I I hadn't, I guess I justified it because I was like, well, I haven't taken a drink. (laughs) Yeah. I haven't taken a drink. So, but anyway, so he, um, yeah, he, I I was living this lie. I was living this, this double life. And so, and it was having a spiritual effect because we had begun to like fight about some things that we had not, it was just real tumultuous. Like there was not a lot of marital harmony. And so he's an alcoholic. So he knows like he can, he can sense like something's up. So do do you believe based on that? So we run into people all the time in our fellowship where, you know, they're not sober. Right. And so having gone through that, Mm -hmm. I believe that it'll come out. Yeah. Yes. The truth always right. comes out. I don't need to, I don't need to seek justice. I don't need to tell you that you're, you're dirty. Like, it's gonna come out, right? Yeah, they cannot keep. But up when that that's your forever. spouse, there's Josh, There's got to be a whole different level of. You're still sober. You're act, working a program. You're sponsoring people, and your wife, you suspect, isn't sober. 
100%. What was going on of debating what to do? So I don't have a really good history with dealing with that because you know, <laughs> yeah. in my previous life I was married to an alcoholic as well, and so like the plan is always great, you know, send them to treatment, confront them, they're going to fall in line, everything's going to work, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, it never really worked that way for yeah. me. Um, I know with Haley, one of the times that we went through this, um, my initial reaction was like, "You got to go to treatment." It just came out. You know? Yeah. And so she went to treatment then, didn't stay sober, you know. Yeah. And so it's like. There's all this. There's all these feelings of like my life slipping away, and it's really a, it's a delusional thing too because it's like if, if she'll only get sober, then everything then will I'll be okay, be okay yeah. right? And that's just not true. But how know? much fear is there in that? That oh lord, like my wife relapsed. Like I, I can't imagine it. We 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 have a joke in our small fellowship group about if I go back out. Yeah, I had this exercise at work. My company is all over the world and we have offices in Russia and China. We did this exercise where you got to be able to shut a country off in 15 minutes and Robert says you need to be able to do that with your wife if she hits heroin again. <laughs> shut yeah, me off yeah, financially yeah. in shut less than off. 5 minutes. Yeah. Yes. Right, right. Yeah. So it's got to be scary. 100% and I think the because of the the times it's happened, I think there's some good mm-hmm. that's come from that that I feel a little bit more comfortable now. Mm. Like saying, look, hey, you know, you got to do something because you made working. a joke earlier cuz we had <laughs> Haley's night watch last night, which is something we do traditionally in our lineage when someone turns 1 and I was, you know, we just I was like, it's your it's your one, it's your night watch and Josh you said it's not her first time. <laughs> she's, she's turned she's really one. Good at getting one. Yeah. She's turned one a few other times. <laughs> you know? His exact reply, which made me laugh, he goes, "It's like her fifth one." Yeah. <laughs> it was so great. It was so great. It is so true too. It's- and from a alcoholics are predominantly ego maniacs mm-hmm. in certain ways, and so I can imagine that if that was happening to my spouse. I would have a lot of problems feeling spiritually superior all the time. One hundred percent. You don't have any. You don't have any experience with that. Y'all, y'all struggle with spiritual superiority over each other at all. No, no. I'm just a servant of the Lord. You know? You're a liar. I'm just God's humble servant over here. But just, I remember you know, when Donnie and I first started dating, we kind of played that game of like, what happens if one of us relapses? Right. I'm a heroin addict. Right. He's well, just do you a remember drunk. we had that? We, we had were some friends going down the road. We were literally had a discussion. The next day, we're going to get coffee, and out walks our friend, and she's a wreck. And wow. we're like, oh, how? <clears throat> I think we said, how's Matt? And she just, like, loses it, mm. and evidently, like, mm. he, had he had gone, been, he had after, gone back out. I think he had 10 years, and he went oh, back wow. out, and some guys had to go get him out of a hotel and get oh, him back gosh. in treatment yeah. and stuff. And it's like, we were just talking to her, like, what do you do? Mm-hmm. And, and ultimately, and she, uh, she had wonderful boundaries about what she did, but I think it's a case-by-case scenario. Yeah. But remember, she was like, I don't know. I'm yeah. in it. Yeah. I, and I, we always had a plan, and correct. until you're in it, you just don't correct. know. And so what did you do? How did you decide to confront her about what you – did you know or you just suspected? I, I had no credible evidence, but I had a, I just had a gut feeling this time, and I just went in there and acted that on God. that gut feeling, yeah. and it was. And uh, I just said, we're not doing this. And, of course, that whole day, I, I, I lost my cool. I lost my yeah. whatever kind yeah. of connection that I had. It was really ugly. Um, and so she does what we all do in those situations. You know, you're reaching for some help, man. You're trying to fix everything. Grasp you know? at straws, yeah. And so I think she called uh, this woman out in Houston. Yeah, me. (laughs) (laughs) But what's funny about that, I don't know what our time looks like on this segment, but what's funny about that is the day that you called me, I was like two days past a surgery and I was still like not right in my mind. Mm-hmm. You know, I was on some medication recovering from a surgery and and I don't remember talking to you. 
<laughs> but uh, you called, and how did that go? Tell me, because this will be new information for me. Okay, oh, okay. So, um, yeah, so I told him, I was like, I'm going to call. I'm going to do it. I'm going to call. Because, you know, I'm like, I'm desperately trying to, like, hold on to the things in my life at this point. I, I think I threatened to leave you. Yeah, yeah. You absolutely yeah, 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 did, yeah. and I don't blame you Were at you all. you showing her, like, here's my profile on Christian Mingle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was something. Yeah, it was something like that, yeah. He was very convincing, I will say that. And so, um, you know, that's like the, you know, that's the worst. That's worse than death to me at that point. And so I'm like, just give me all these numbers. I'm going to call these people. So I called another person in the program, and then I called you, Heather. And so um, you answered the phone, and I couldn't tell that you were on any medication, if that makes you feel any better. I could. I, I, I know you could, Donnie. But you were like, I'm altered. I'm like, me too. <laughs> no, I do remember you crying about him threatening to leave you. Yes, and, I did. And I remember us talking about it, and that was kind of really my first conversation with you, I think. It was. It was the first time I'd ever spoken to you. I called you. I was like, I know you don't know me. My husband knows you. Um, I'm desperate. I need help. And so you were like, I'm not, you were, and you had had the surgery and you were altered, but you also had had some other things going on in your life at the time that you, you couldn't add on another commitment. Mm -hmm. And so you were like, okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to send you the phone numbers of a couple other women in our lineage who are actually sponsoring and they will be happy to talk to you. So you sent me, um, Candace, who yep. is my sponsor and another person's number and Candace just happened to be the one to call me back first. Yeah. Um, and so she, she's now my sponsor and, and. Well, I guess we'll talk more about that later. We haven't had any problems since. Yeah. Right, yeah, so and now that's all she wrote. Butterflies and rainbows ever since, right? So when we come back, we're going to probably spend a full two segments on just how wonderful Josh is and how he really <laughs> I agree with that. Yeah. Great, great so idea, much grace. So don't yeah. go anywhere. You get to hear a hero story when we go back. <laughs> Relevant Recovery Radio, heard by billions of people Donnie. all over the planet. We all have right. special guests. All right. Josh and Haley Smith. are with us. That's our real names. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Yeah. and Mrs. Smith. That's right. They aren't That's secret they agents. <laughs> Not yet, anyway. So, Josh, what's it feel like to be a hero? Let's just... Uh... <laughs> well, buddy, I mean, I think you would know, man, because I mean, we're, we're in the same boat, man. We've got I, these... We're, we're more sober than our wives, and yeah. you know, we're, we're older, so... Being yeah. on, a, on like a different spiritual level. Listen, right, you, know, you right, don't... You become right. more spiritual just because you got your AARP card, Donnie. Ouch. Is that a, is that an age joke? Ouch. I thought that was off limits. Yeah. I thought so too. <laughs> no. So Haley, talk about you're saying that I gave I gave you Candace's number. Yes. So you called this other random girl. She called you back. How'd that go? So I was still hysterical. I was hysterical the entire day. But she she very lovingly just kind of let me let me talk about it for a few minutes. And she was like, "Look," because I kept my focus at that point was like, "My husband's really mad at me. What do I need to do to get him to stay?" <laughs> you know. And so she's like, "Look." You need to just let him have this. Like mm-hmm. he's he's real mad. He has every reason to be real mad right now. Just let him let him have it. Let's you need to focus on you. Like first things first, we need to get you get you straight, right? So she told me, she's like, You need to tell all of your sponsees what has happened. Mm-hmm. You need to tell them you can no longer be their sponsor. You need to go to a meeting and you need to pick up a twenty four hour chip. Yep. 
And so I was like, yes, done and done. At this point, I was so broken. Mm -hmm. I was so like, I literally, it just became so in my face obvious that I was not different than anybody else in the, in the fellowship. Um, I was just as likely to do whatever kind of extreme stuff that they had done. You know, I wasn't unique. I wasn't different because I always think I'm different. Right. And so it just became obvious how much I did not have control over Mm -hmm. this thing. Um, and so I was willing at that point, really, I was given the gift of willingness. God mm-hmm. gave me that. And um, so I showed up and tail between my legs and everybody's thinking I'm doing great. You know, I go into this meeting, it's packed. Um, and I pick up my 24 hour chip and, um, you know, a lot of wide eyes. Yeah. Oh, I cried. I cried. But I just kind of sat there and I was like, this is this is good. But I, felt- I bet you truth is most of those people in the room that knew you knew or suspected. And it wasn't a shock to most of them. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Because, I mean, you, you can't you can't fabricate spirituality. Yeah. You, you know can what I always mean? sense that what? when someone's off. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, Donnie does it on a daily basis. Yeah. But everybody knows. A, yeah. I've got like a spirituality printer. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what I, what I hear when you're talking about as well is... Um, Surrender and gratitude for but it. But isn't it funny how when a newcomer comes in, um, it's obvious to us that their main problem is they can't quit drinking, they can't quit using drugs, but they're like, but I got to fix the relationship, the mm-hmm. job, I got to right. fix this stuff over here. Mm-hmm. And you're like, no. cool, let's, let's get you like sober first. Right. The rest will get worked out. And so even into relapse, we sort of go back to that. Yeah, it's like we get reset back to that. Like, okay, how do I fix this? Even though you didn't lose your knowledge of a year and a half, two years, like it didn't right. go anywhere. You still have that, but it's the way our brains work. We reset mm-hmm. back into, all right, how do I fix this? Yes, it's self reliance yeah. still, yeah. right? Um, and in the book, it says, you know, it, 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 uh, once we straighten out spiritually, we we straighten out mentally and physically. Mm-hmm. And I kind of extend that to like the things around me in my life, like yeah, my relationships, absolutely. everything else around me. If I straighten out spiritually, like God is going to handle the rest of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And so at that point, um, you know, Candace was so good with me because I needed like I needed specific, strict instructions yeah. given Candace to me in love. She's very good She's at really that. Good at that. Um, she, she learned from someone brilliant. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She and my grand sponsor kind of know their stuff, okay? And so, um, people hurt people, hurt people. <laughs> wow. So she did. I was just willing at that point to do it. I reset my time. I was like, look, like I, I want to do this for real. I want to be sober for real. And so, so you reset your time, mm-hmm. got your desire chip, tucked your tail, got honest about a new sobriety date, got a new sponsor, and you worked the steps virtually. Your sponsor and you are states apart. Yep. What was that experience like? It was, it was actually really good for me, I think, because... Um, in my prior sponsor sponsee relationships, like I would, it became more of a friendship where mm-hmm. I would like meet with my sponsor and we would just end up like chatting and yeah. having a great like girl time, you know. And, and no spiritual progress was taking place. Exactly. Wait a minute, Candace is talkative. No, she was no, no, my prior sponsor. sponsor. Oh, okay. previous sponsorship. Okay, I was gonna say, don't accuse her of that. No, and you know, also like before, before this this time, I just I didn't have the ears to hear. I didn't something wasn't clicking. But so this this time was just overall, I just had a different experience. But it was just more. It was it was good for me because it was super structured. She was like, we're gonna meet this day, this time, and mm-hmm. we're gonna we have a very specific goal in mind. Mm-hmm. 
And um, it, it just kind of showed me like God's power is not limited to face to face sponsorship. Like obviously, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but that was what was so one of the cool things that came out of COVID and the virtual Zoom and all of that is I, I remember in the beginning people just kind of griping and moaning of oh how am I going to find sponsees and I'm thinking what are you talking about now oh, we're not. Right. Lo- you know, limited to location. Right. Now there's tons more, you mm-hmm. know? And so I just, you know, if you go to meetings and you plug up with people, you'll find people to help. I think Absolutely. between between March and September of that year, I cleared seven sponsees wow. through Zoom, never yeah. seeing them face-to-face yep. in mm-hmm. person. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's it, it was doable, but it was a weird, it was a weird deal. Yeah, it was, it was weird. <clears throat> it was definitely a learning curve. There's yeah. different yeah. things to to implement when you when you, but it works. But right? like we were talking about mm-hmm. last night with with Candace, and we were talking about on the way home that Candace cared more about your sobriety than your feelings, and Thank she God. was lovingly honest with you because that's so important. Yes. I think that's a fault of the fellowship with like the watered down twelve step mm-hmm. stuff that we experience. Is sponsors just want to be friends with people, mm-hmm. or they want to people they want them to like them, and really we need to care more about their life than their feelings. Mm-hmm. And a good sponsor will say things to hold you accountable or smash your delusion that bother your spirit at times so right you on. can grow. And yeah. the reason we take this so seriously is Heather did um, a uh, that thing you did for CEUs, whatever. What do you call that thing? It was like an in-service. It was a day-long in-service. We'll like just a, say that. Yeah, webinar or something. Uh, and what they reported was that overdose is now the number one killer no, in fentanyl. America. But, uh, fentanyl. But what I'm saying is fentanyl of o- overdose is the number one killer above heart disease, above everything. It is literally the number one. So this has now hit a new level of life. And so that's why we take it so seriously, because fentanyl is the number one killer of everyone in America age 18 to 45. And overdoses of any sort is the number one killer, period, above everything. And so it's like people are dying of this illness when we actually were sitting on a solution. Mm -hmm. We just have to adequately present the solution. Right. Right. And the solution isn't, I'm your friend, and we're just going to chit-chat. The solution is I'll take you through the process to get you connected to power so you can stop killing yourself with drugs and alcohol. And I yes. think one of the benefits of them, we already talked about it, is doing it virtually is the fact that she's not worried about like impressing anybody. I'm not worried about impressing my new sponsor. I went through with a, a guy, uh, Mark T. in Canada, mm-hmm. two years ago, mm-hmm. two and a half years ago. I had nothing to hide. Yeah, I'm, never gonna, I'm obviously never really going to actually meet this guy, and so it's like, I can just go ahead and tell him anything. I don't yeah. have to worry about impressing him. I don't have right. to worry about him liking me. Yeah. You know? yeah. Or correcting yeah. what you say in meetings or whatever yeah. <laughs> my sponsor does me. <laughs> no, it does. It does give yeah. you that level of like, all right, Raw here, honesty. here it all is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. What am I, what am I hiding for, man? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so as she starts working with Candace, things start to change. What was it like for you going through it, being the hero, the support? <laughs> So I can honestly say this, and this is being recorded, so you'll have this forever. Like her getting sober and us all coming together has changed my life tremendously. Mm-hmm. Because I, I I went through the steps again with Mark, and he had taught me some different ways to do things. But watching her be disciplined mm-hmm. encouraged me to go start doing that. Because my my ten eleven twelve was garbage. You know, mm-hmm. my ten eleven was garbage. I, I wasn't doing it consistently. Yeah. And I saw the way that you guys were doing that, man. I was like, well, I can't let her outdo me. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta go in there and do it too. And so it, it really just changed my life. It showed me that it worked. It's like when yeah. you see a new guy, you know, with the lights come on, it's like, this is my wife doing this. And it's attractive, we, isn't it? Yes. When you're, when you're someone you love is starting to become spiritual uh, or is, I mean, it's the most attractive thing. <laughs> yeah. It's like, right. oh my gosh, I want to seek God with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that's how Heather stays so deeply in love with me. Um, my spirituality is like a, like the sun really with all its 
No. No. <laughs> she's like, watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like a lighthouse on a foggy night, and she's just a ship past. No. No. Oh. Wow. So it was me teaching him how to do stuff when I moved here. He wasn't doing written eyelids, and he wasn't doing the extended their column four stuff. I was recovered, son. <laughs> well, we do have a lot in common, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but so that was cool. So you're watching her change, and it is influencing you. 100%, yeah. And it, it, it makes me want to do better. You yeah. know? And then we're, we're not fighting as much because I can actually talk to her because she's got a little spirituality, you know? Yeah. So it's like we're not fighting about the same things anymore. Yeah. You know? It takes some time. You know, yeah. Heather's only got six years. So, <laughs> I mean, one day she'll be around nine. And, and she gets you know? to be nine, dude. She'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I remember when we were eating somewhere when I had three years and, and I upset you and you were like, it's called experience, Heather. You should get some. Oh, you're talking about that, that. Yeah. You should not use that one. I was fasting. Oh, I was fasting. Yeah, need them three days. Okay. You were hangry. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mega hangry. And I wasn't doing it the right way either. I literally woke up on Monday and told other, you know, I don't think I'm gonna eat for three days. <laughs> That's no not alcoholic, alcoholic at all. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. All right, so don't go anywhere. We're gonna come back and wrap this thing up with Haley and Josh. Welcome back to Relevant Recovery Radio. We what was that? Relevant well, well, Recovery Radio. <laughs> no, you're fired. Listen, we are now an intergalactic station. Listen, so okay. listen to our podcast anywhere in the galaxy. We're going to be moving out from there soon. Wow. Okay, so we have our guests in studio, Josh and Haley Smith from Mississippi, husband and wife. Their last name really is Smith. Really but is. So you worked the steps, and lo and behold, you became spiritually fit. I did. Lo and behold, some of your spiritual and mental and physical issues seemed to work out. They sure did. So did you be, get to get to become friends with your sponsor? I did. You know, like once I showed, you know, I was willing to do the assignments that she had given me. I was I was really, really honestly trying to seek God and um, I was willing to give it away yeah. um, consistently. Um, I was able to like build a friendship with my sponsor and other other women in our lineage and our uh, in in our fellowship, and so um, it was just really cool because back in May, you know, I find myself at this airport and I'm like I'm flying out to meet people in person that I've never met before in my life, but I feel totally comfortable doing it. I'm not mm-hmm. like a, I'm not I have no fear whatsoever. I'm just so excited to to get to have this opportunity, and it just became so clear like how involved God is in this entire process. Mm Because I never would have met you guys. And I was telling him last night after the night watch, I was like, I have real friends now. I'm a real boy. Yeah. I was like, I have real friends today. You guys took her to IHOP. Now she's got real friends. (laughs) Seriously. Um, And it was just such a cool realization. So, yeah, like I got to go on this on this several day trip with all these all these women who are like who genuinely care about each other. And and nobody like 
killed each other. That exactly. Was what that all was of what us was men. cool. In May, we took a girls' lineage trip through the step sponsoring, and twelve of us to a beach house for like four days. Mm-hmm. And, and all of the men, all of the men, are still like jaw on the floor, like. <laughs> and y'all didn't fight and kill each other. Nope. This is. We had a wonderful time. The we did. Lord was but that's there. the power of God. I. Mm-hmm. The yep. last thing I wanted to do was go on a trip with women hey, six yeah. years ago. Yeah, yeah. No doubt. I didn't get along with women six years ago. Turns out the problem was me spiritually. Yep. yep. What? Exactly. I'm gonna like have there Will might be a reason for that. that. I'm going to have Will isolate that sound bite. Turns out the problem was me. Turns out the problem was me. Turns out the problem was me. So, yeah, I just got to go and like meet these people who I just felt so connected with and, and have these friendships. And, you know, here I am again in Houston taking up mm-hmm. my, my one year chip. And I've got this like table of people that like, love each other and support each other and they're trying to live spiritually like we're all just trying to seek god we're all just trying to stay sober and seek god's will and and live that happy joyous and free life that we're promised right and we're trying to like hold each other accountable and help each other do it and it's that's what i've always wanted whether i knew it at the time or not our our book says that the fellowship you crave will grow up around you mm-hmm. and um and i it just didn't make sense when i was new like what are you talking about these people seem happy but i don't trust them you know mm-hmm. all the and it's so amazing because I got sober in Kerrville and had a pocket there. And then it was weird moving here. I'm like, oh, I got to start over, you know, because relationships. Were... I had to drag her by her hair to move for months. <laughs> for months. She just didn't want to. But didn't now like I absolutely love our anonymous family. Mm-hmm. That we, we are really our family. Yeah. Well, and Gay always calls it our chosen family, and I think she's right. Because we choose to be in each other's lives. We choose yeah. to do on. this together. Right Over our regular families. I mean, these people, we are real with them. We're authentic with them. They're authentic with us. I mean, it's mm-hmm. we all make mistakes. We love each other anyway. Like, it's just, it's a weird dynamic. There's a rawness yeah. to our pocket of friends, because we really do hold each other accountable. Y'all probably saw some of that just interacting this weekend as yeah. you met everybody. Right. Uh, we do it jokingly, but lovingly and seriously, mm-hmm. and um, because we care so deeply about everybody's spiritual life. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Kate, I'm sorry for my comment last night. <laughs> <laughs> you did hurt her feelings. I did, I apologize. Aww. She knows what I'm talking You're about, I'm sorry. You're just a jerk. <laughs> I'm sorry. But how cool was it, Josh, for you to finally get to meet the men? Oh, it was it was amazing. And, and, and so you talk about the fellowship we crave, man, so that was something I missed for a long time too until I got linked up with guys like Donnie and, and mm-hmm. people that were doing it out of the out of the book, out of yeah. the 12-step book, man. So uh, yeah, getting to see those guys last night and connecting all the dots, it's, it's what I've always wanted. It's yeah. so cool. Yeah. yeah. I think that I have so much gratitude. Like tonight at a meeting, you and I get to pick up our chips together, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, wow. So cool. And because I missed mine last week because our dog has butt arthritis, but that's a whole different <laughs> podcast for another time. But... <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just okay. so grateful because here's the deal. In 2015, I was in a, a detox for the third time, and I made a phone call to a guy named Bob Maxwell, mm-hmm. and he just happened to answer his phone. And that phone call changed the trajectory mm. of the rest of my life just by him answering his phone. Had he yep. not answered that phone, you may not have gotten to live in that storage unit. Well, <laughs> okay, true. <laughs> but the storage unit brought me to where I ended up. I would have never been brought to Texas. Oh, this mm-hmm. was a story of sobriety. Sorry. <laughs> you just... Uh, <laughs> Anyways, I'm grateful that he answered my phone call and played that little, you know, and so I I always try to answer my phone. I think that we have no grasp on the ripple effect we have in each other's lives. Yeah. From the smallest of things. being obedient. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes, it's about being obedient. Let let me ask you guys this, like in in a quick summary, I don't know how much time we have left, but how is it now? 
right? Because you're saying that you're seeing the steps in the program in a different light. Mm-hmm. You, Josh, you definitely are, right? Through through the mark and all the other rest. Like, how has your marriage changed? How is how does so the the written nightly has been a huge thing for me because I'm able to see like I'm able to to kind of journal out at the end of every day like where have I been resentful where have I been selfish where's my delusion and and what am I mm-hmm. afraid of you know because at the root there's always a fear so it's been really helpful for me to kind of be able to analyze it that way and be like oh so Haley and you might not agree with this. But I probably won't. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's good for me to be able to see, you know, I'm not always right all of the time. And, what? and in the moment, I'm really, really bad still at like coming you, in the moment and can you correcting teach Heather myself. How to do this nightly? Look, no, she's doing way better than I am, I guarantee you. But she hasn't had that realization yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's more I have more of an awareness today and I value my the health of my marriage and, and our relationship, the peace in our household. I value that more than them being right believe it or not honey. yeah so it's it's brought me closer to god because like you and i were talking about recently mm-hmm. the purpose of a marriage and a relationship in my opinion is to teach me the real nature of god you know yeah. so mm-hmm. watching her and then knowing that we're on the same path together mm-hmm. we have the same remedy to, to our problems help me helps me to you know forgive quicker you know it helps me to you know um, bridge the gap when we do get in a fight, like when she started a fight this morning. I was able to go in there and, and ask for forgiveness, even though it wasn't my fault. Right, right. right. totally blameless. Yeah. Can you teach Donnie that? <laughs> Who do you think taught me? Yeah, yeah. No, but really, it is. Uh, it's a cool journey because instead of like the non-recovery or the secular world, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. you know, when one partner leans out, the other one leans out in anger, disgust, whatever. Right. And what we sort of learn is that we all have defects of character. We mm-hmm. all have these issues. And when, if Heather's got something going on, it's really my job to lean in mm. and yeah. be comforting 100%. and helpful and tolerant and loving. and Which is so annoying sometimes when I'm spiritually off. Yeah. yeah. And then I'll yeah. look back and be like, he was just trying to be spiritual head of the household. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and right. I was just right. easily annoyed. Right, right. It's like, I'm just super irritable right yeah. now. I'm yeah. the one that's doing, doing you know, wrong here. So and, and, and your defense, you've done that with me a lot more this past year because I, I go off the deep end like nobody's business. They're so good at it. <laughs> yeah, Women yeah, really are good yeah. at forg- Okay, so <clears throat> I did some bad stuff this year, right? Different yeah. times we've argued or fought or whatever. And I remember one night after an episode and I'm standing by the bed, she's in bed and I'm like, why aren't you mad at me? And she's like, great. Now you're mad that I'm not mad. I was like, <laughs> no, what I couldn't understand is I, I was like, why aren't you angry right. still? And she said, I forgave you. I was like, what's that like <laughs> to just forgive somebody? Right. Like women are really good at yeah. that. Because I understood that you were going through something that really had nothing to do with me. Right. And so I knew that God would bring you to the other side of it. Me pointing things oh, out. Was, no. I was just like, I'm going to be patient and, and wait this out with mm. you. That's mm. not how mm. men like Josh and I do it. <laughs> no, it's like one word answers yeah. for days or maybe silent treatment yeah. altogether. Yeah. Like that's, <laughs> for, that's forgiveness. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, thank you so much for being guests yeah, in our home this we weekend love you guys. and on the podcast. We love you, we love you so much. I'm just so grateful what God does, and I'm excited to see what God's going to continue to do with all of us and our lineage and our and our friendships. Yes, absolutely. All right, give some numbers and all that. All right, if you or a loved one would like any information about the Matthews Hope Detox, please give us a call at eight four four. Two six three four six seven three, or if you would like any information about our outpatient IASIS, give Brittany a call at eight three two three nine seven nine one seven nine. And don't forget, those who stand for nothing will fall for anything. Hashtag God, though. <laughs>